58th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanpp. So in this episode, we have Bryant Garvin um, lead us in the topic on YouTube advertising. Um, and Bryant is um, definitely one of the experts in um, in this field, actually the main expert in this field, the way like J.D. Prater is with Cora, Kirk Williams is with um, shopping ads, ads, and um, A.J. Wilcox is expert on LinkedIn ads. So yeah, let's get right into it. So um. Bryant Garvin starts off with a question with um, how many of you are running YouTube campaigns today? So that really will wither out all the people who will be able to join or not join the chat. So unfortunately, I was just lurking today and to learn some, you know, great, great new info because I've never really um, ran YouTube advertising. Mine has been mainly PPC. So we've got Joe Martinez saying me, um, Scott Wright saying yes, running YouTube campaigns. Amy Middleton's also runs YouTube campaigns. Um, yeah, I said sadly no. Stephanie Ernigay says we do, but we would love to get some more clients that are interested in video advertising. Matt Valencourt says yes, but unfortunately they're not very cost efficient by direct response standards. Yes, that's definitely something I've found in the past. So yeah, lots of yeses as um, here. So and L Chase also said that I have some clients who do who do YouTube campaigns for their brand. Um, yeah, so going on to question two, Bryant asks us, um, in your opinion, what is the role of YouTube ads? Where do they fit in marketing strategy? And yes, I said the S word. We need to think that way more. And Joe Martinez gives us an answer to question two, going building a brand, building awareness and staying on top of mind. Google go to YouTube sorry people go to youtube even to watch videos not sign up for your demo give them engaging content to keep them remembering your brand um amy middleton hepden replies going um youtube ads are great for storytelling introducing your brand to your audience with audio plus visual and then text ads they overlook um and then we've got l chase replying to question two saying the role really depends on the goals the client has the videos needs to be created with these gold in goals in mind sales awareness etc and then the guys from lead forensics go um great for brand awareness and introduction to your product or services yes i think mostly what i hear about youtube which is why i've not really done much to youtube is because my my role has been very much like about lead generation and Rowie. Um, YouTube is mainly for brand awareness. So that will be why I've not really done much of YouTube. Mitch Lunsford replies again, depends on your client's objectives. I have some for brand awareness, remarketing education of a product or services, and one that drives a ton of calls for a lawyer. Interesting. Stephanie Ernie replies, I'm saying now mostly as contributing to the brand identity through remarketing, strengthening the brand position in the mind of the prospect. Um, and then Brian Garvin replies saying, for me, YouTube is all about influencing my target consumers to consider our brands and products. YouTube is all about making an emotional connection, one that drives them to search for your brand when they aren't watching music videos. Yes, I'm hardly not watching music videos on YouTube or comedy 
like from Trevor Noah, is what I'm usually watching on YouTube. Mark Gustafson replies to a question I'm too saying brand building and nurturing. I like to think of the nurturing side as the newsletter that always gets in your inbox, but you never read. But this is much more powerful. Um, and then Brian goes on to question three, saying what percentage of YouTube spend goes towards top of funnel versus bottom of funnel, a.k.a prospecting versus remarketing um and then yeah scott right um, first answers question two says brand awareness and recall youtube ads are interruptive and can help you launch your brand into new markets and audiences they sit alongside prospecting for me feeding at the top of funnel then secondary use would be nurturing and then um, Amy Middleton Hebden replies to question three saying it's complicated when um, we run YouTube ads to people who have already visited the site bought from us they are very likely to buy again is it fair to give the credit to the ad Google thinks so Joe Martinez replies to question three saying um, for my current clients we're using YouTube for almost all top of funnel brand awareness to new customers then we use the engagement and earned action metrics to create audiences to use for next step remarketing campaigns paul wicker replies do we get to use fun acronyms so t-o-f-u so he uses tofu as top of funnel bofu as bottom of funnel and tofu he goes 64.3 percent bofu 35.7 percent sourced from my brain right now Anna Blanken replies to question three saying, since my clients use YouTube for branding mostly, the majority of budget goes towards top funnel. But once we nurture the relationship, we shift some budget to lower funnel for spend more money on that or spend more money on that. And Brad Galvin replies to question three saying, for me, it depends on the brand's goals for growth. But generally, I try to skew heavier top of funnel. The brands that we have done rapid growth, we generally run 60 to 70 percent plus top of funnel with great um, with certain seasons shifting that think Black Friday. And then Scott Wright um, gives an answer to question three saying this again, very client specific for me as we put 80 percent of the budget targeting top of funnel the facebook retargeting campaigns we run proved much better for measurable success so we only have 20 percent of the youtube budget on remarketing l chase replies i would say i'm doing about 70 percent top of funnel and 30 percent bottom of funnel so a lot of people are using youtube for top of funnel here stephanie ernie goes um i think about 70 percent 75 percent remarketing and 25 percent prospecting and um, actually, in um, continuation to Amy Middleton's um, question to answer to question three, where she said it's complicated when we run YouTube ads, people who have already visited the site bought from us, they are very likely to buy again. Is it fair to give the credit to the ad? Google thinks so. She then continues, it's much easier to explain an investment in top of funnel where we're reaching net new audiences than to spend more money on audiences that would likely have converted anyway. Um, JD Prater then continues on with um, replies to that saying, how do you determine their net new audiences to measure incrementality? Um, Brian Garvin replies, the easiest way I have found to do this and not 100% still, set up remarketing audiences and make sure you're excluding them from all of your top of funnel campaigns. And then we go on to question four. Um, Brian Garvin um, asks, if you are running top of funnel YouTube, do you run it in the same accounts as your search? Why or why not? Um, JD Prater uh, replies, I always have. Should I not do that? 
Um, El Chase replies saying, yes, I use it in the same account, always open to criticism or suggestions. If that is not the best practice, this old dog is always open to new tricks. I love the way that we've got our first few answers of people's going, this is how I do it. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm really thinking they're wrong. Bless them. And Mark Gustafson goes, yes, because it's easy and I haven't ever dumped um, big money in the platform, but your trick or measurement is fire Dio martinez replies i still do for convenience but i know why brian garvin runs it separately shame on me um sam mkesenik replies to question four saying yes i run them in the same account I'm, I'm excited or open to hearing someone blow my mind as to why i shouldn't stephanie ernie replies saying would not have thought about running it in a separate account curious to why from you guys so oh i'm wanting to see the reason someone is going to give um about um why to separate it um and then we've got matt valen court replying to question four saying depends on budget scenario ideally keep in same account for easier um audience utilization but sometimes need a separate account to safely manage separate budget and then we've got scott rye replying to question four saying yes in the same account as search ads the why is because i'm not aware of the benefits to splitting them apart in separate accounts i await the truth bomb um brant govan then goes here is where some learning comes in my minions in this instance should i change from pbc dictator to youtube ads king google uh, has an attribution problem attribution is only available on search and shopping on google.com so i guess what brian is saying is that if you um have it in the same account you know your attribution it's not actually adding anything to the attribution into because attribution the attribution model is only available for search networks and shopping ads so um yeah probably best to separate that out okay interesting um and so we've got john kagan replying to question six saying yes but in standalone campaigns to better control budgets um brian garvin then continues to cut um answer question four yes i was hoping there would be that um saying so what this means if you are running a youtube top of funnel campaign user behavior on youtube is much different than say facebook user went to youtube to do one thing watch the video after your ad if they choose to engage with your ad and watch, that's a win. Um, and then continue, he goes, so that means consumers are very unlikely to click on your YouTube ad and visit your site. But what they will do if you make a big enough impact, they will search for your brand after when they aren't consuming cat videos. Um, and then continues, this leads me to my favorite account setup for brand partners we work with. They create an MCC manager account, maintain their current search and remarketing campaign in MCC and share remarketing audiences um, to MCC, create separate YouTube top of funnel account yeah that's an interesting setup that we actually have for another um client of ours but it has nothing to do with youtube it's just about different search um accounts and sharing audiences along uh, across the the different accounts that they've got and yeah in reply to um margus and steph Ernie's conversation um where um, margus has said that i'm sure he's typing it up but basically might by separating it out you can see the total impact of your youtube ads without having to search 
or shopping, etc. steal all the credit, if I'm remembering correctly. And yeah, Brian Garvin replies, I reply to this thread, yes, that is essentially the case. The only reason I break out my top of funnel YouTube campaigns is in, in its own account with its own conversion pixel is to get some data to better optimize. I want to know which ads perform better than others. Um, I want to know which ad and which audiences perform better than which ads and which audiences don't care about getting credit, but I want as much data as I can get, however inaccurate, to drive my operation, to drive my optimization even. Julie Bettina replies, this seems like a huge fail on Google's part to make it this way. El Chase replies, exactly. The fact that you have to create a different ads account to work around tells you something. Um, and yeah, Brandon goes, Google is trying to work on this, but they have to completely re-engineer their back-end systems. Remember, Display Search, YouTube were all completely separate platforms originally. They are working on it, but I was told it won't be earliest till end of the year. Mm, looks like Brandt has got some very nice, um, you know, backend information there for us. Um, so Stephanie also continues saying, but didn't Google announce on Google Marketing Live that specific conversions would be available to allocate to specific campaigns? So maybe if you set a specific conversion just for this campaign, this will solve it, right? Brian Galvin goes, for not for right now, it still shows that it only applies to search and shopping. So until they explicitly tell us that it is cross-channel, I will continue to do things the way I have. And then going on to question five, we've got Bryant asking, what are your favorite targeting options for YouTube? Now, get your pens ready. There'll be a few, I'm sure, from a few of the experts. Joe Martinez replies, right now, it's custom intent audiences, but I'm scared what's going to happen when they merge with custom affinity. Life events are working fantastic for my clients right now when the industry is applicable. Um, Amy Middleton Hebden replies, we targeted competitor actual search terms with YouTube ads and managed to get a three to one rowing. Interesting. El Chase replies, depending on how granular a client wants to be, we may target specific videos or channel. Life events and custom intent are also great ways to target. Um, and then we've got um, Joe Martinez going, yep, the merge is coming, going to be called custom audiences. Not sure what will change about each audience when they merge. Past interests and past searches are way different, but now they're merging. Um, so that's in reply to Mark Gustafson where he says custom intent, but at... at um, GML, they talked about merging it with custom affinity. Um, Margaret then continues saying, yeah, but have you tested the same thing in custom affinity and custom intent before? Results aren't the same. I usually don't jump on the money grab bad wagon, but I don't know what else this would be. Julie Bicini replies, but they totally know which people actually want to see ads for what you're selling. So it will be fine, right? Mm, I'm sensing a little bit of sarcasm there from from Julie Bicini. Um Scott Radin replies to question um, five saying, my favorite is YouTube channel targeting. Not that it brings great results, but it's my favorite for going down the rabbit hole of research. Most successful is custom intent. Joe Martinez then goes, um, and, to running, and to everyone running placement targeting in your video campaigns, got to always look out at the Google fine print. Um, and the fine print goes, when you add Google display network placements, your ad may still run in all eligible locations 
on YouTube. And when you add YouTube placements, your ad may still run in all eligible location across the Google Display Network. Keep in mind, if you have video partners on the Google Display Network selected under Networks and you add Google Display Network placement only, your ads may still show on YouTube. I don't understand what's the choice of what, what Google gets from allowing us to choose certain things, but not actually <laughs> being as specific with the targeting that we actually choose. So that's um, very interesting. Sorry if you hear some scratching. My cat is very excited at the moment. <laughs> anyway, so we then have Brian Garvinder replying to question five saying, my favorite bar none is custom intent targeting. What other platforms let you target people who have searched for specific things um, in the last 30 days? and not pay um and not pay exorbitant cpcs yes it's always great when the cpcs are quite manageable joe martinez also replies saying also got to remember the custom intent audiences for youtube are broad match related not exact or now exact ish even but this is where broad match is should be embraced and then we've got Stephanie Ernie replying to question five saying, I have not done enough testing yet to set something as a favorite. I'm still in the phase that my eyes light up if there's budget and interest in advertising on YouTube. Um, and then continuing with his answers, Brian Garvin then goes, uh, my second favorite is targeting competitors, YouTube channels, not a ton of volume, but man, is it fun to run a purple ad in front of, say, a Casper video because they forgot to turn off monetization. Um, um, Amy Middleton Hebden replies to question five saying, my other favorite is when your ads are serving to the kids of your audience and YouTube doesn't recognize or care that's an issue. Oh, wait, um, Brian Garvin, go, don't get um, Joe Martinez started on this. Um, Joe replies, you know me, dude. And um, Julie Bettina replies, my household is responsible for 3% of this type of traffic. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Brian Garvin that this is exactly our problem that our house as well with the little lady Liberty and her bedtime routine have with her every night. Um, and then Joe is actually um, helps with a list. She says, he says, got a list to try and help combat that. And that's to a click marketing uh, blog, which I'll share. Amy um, Hebden replies, I know I love that you have it and I use it, but Google knows better and it's still a game of whack-a-mole. Um, and then, yeah, um, Joe Martinez replies, with the amount of content that's added to YouTube every minute, it will never be perfect until they add a children's exclusion category, but we know that will never happen. Brian replies, and where is the thing? Sometimes you actually want to target the children of parents, convert them and let the little diabolical persuasive humans do what they do best. Get parents to buy shit they never would have otherwise. Yeah, I love this where this conversation is going, but let's get back to some expert tips going on there. Brian Garvin then gives his, um, continues with um, giving another tip for audiences targeting for YouTube um, for his answer to question five, saying if you're using custom affinity, um, I highly recommend only setting up audiences using URLs. Those performed amazing for me. And even though Google says they look like people who visited those sites, I have my doubts. Um, and then John Kagan replies to question five saying, I love custom combinations overlaid with demographics. Demographics, it makes me feel like big brother. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Brand going, um, yeah, we've got time for one last quick question. And the question is, um, are you more or less likely to run more YouTube campaigns after the chat today? Um, I feel like now I have more confident 
confidence in trying out YouTube campaigns. If um, a client feels that they do have videos and they do have good assets to use, I've got great tips that have been given as to how to approach it, how to do the retargeting, how to do um, top of funnel or bottom of funnel, you know, how to really speak about it and the fact that it's mainly about branding. Um, so yeah, I'd love to get the opportunity to do it, definitely. Um, but then to give them some of our expert answers, we've got Sam Kesenek who replies saying more. We've seen good results, but it's great hearing from other successful peers or uh, plus reaffirming what we're using YouTube for. A few good ideas to test out too. Exactly. There's some good ideas as to that makes you confident that, yeah, I'd like to test some YouTube now. Scott Ride replies, it's reinvigor reinvigorated my desires to run YouTube ads beyond the ones I currently have. The chat has given me some good ideas on how to sell the value again. Again, also got a few things to test in the current campaigns. Um, John Kagan replies, um, I mean technically more, but I'm not sure if you heard or help. <laughs> Matt Valencourt replies to question six saying, for now about the same, but leaving the session with more knowledge than when I entered. Thanks everyone. Yes, definitely. Stephanie Ernie replies, more likely, of course. Um, L Chase replies, I learned a lot, but probably still the same amount, although my eyes are more open. Attribution issues, especially also never get on Amy PPC's bad side. So that was, um, yeah, Amy Middleton Hebden with um, some of the answers she had there. So yeah, Julie Puccini then um, rounds us up saying this was amazing. Thank you so much, Brian, for hosting. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, she, she did say that she, um, she thinks that we have a need another one with Brian and maybe have people submit questions um, they want you to answer. Because yeah, Definitely, I feel we could have gotten more than six questions then. We could have learned a lot more about YouTube advertising. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's all the, the questions um, and answers. I'm gonna, we've got um, time for the roundup today. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you took a lot of tips the way um, I took away lots of tips about YouTube advertising. And I feel like I'll be more confident about doing it if somebody now goes, yeah, we want to do YouTube advertising instead of just running for the hills. Um, so yeah, I hope you found the talk useful, took some great takeaways. And if you want to chat, about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solution, do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.